Today's program is brought to you by Oya, a contemporary Japanese restaurant. For more information, visit OyaRestaurantBoston.com. This is Chef Emily Peterson, host of Sharp and Hot. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Japan Eats. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, a food writer and a director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from our studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every daily and supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi ramen zakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people. And I will try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And my guest today is Takashi Yagiashi, who is the owner of a ramen restaurant Sloping Taro in Chicago and Ann Arbor, Michigan, and the best chef of,、uh, by Food and Wine magazine in 2000, and the winner of the James Beard Foundation Award for Best Chef Midwest in 2003 for his work at his French restaurant、uh, Tribute in Detroit. So today we'll explore his unique path from French chef to ramen master. Hello, Takashi. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Akiko san. Long time no see. And you look great. <laughs> Thank you. I have a great radio face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs>、um, so, you're from、uh, Mito City in Ibaraki Prefecture, near、mm-hmm. Tokyo. And when you grew up,、uh, did you always want to be a French chef? You know,、uh, when I was a high school student and、uh, I was very active. You know, I did so many different things. And,、uh, you know, I wanted to buy a motorcycle. I want to buy my new guitar and because I had a, a rock and roll band and when I was high school. <laughs>、oh, wow. So I'm always running out of money. And that's why after high school and came home and, you know, I started to work at a neighbor's restaurant. And, but, you know, I never wanted to be a chef. Oh, wow. Yeah, just I thought, you know, that time is,、uh, you know, 60s, 70s. All the chefs at the restaurant are so mean. You know, they're going to throw the knife. And,、uh, you know, it's,、uh, it's, I thought they are totally mean animals. <laughs> okay. And、uh, so you studied、uh, interior design.、Mm-hmm. So that's like a to- completely different direction you hated. Yeah, and the same things that I graduated high school, went to the design school in Tokyo,、mm. and I was working at a restaurant、mm. and because I needed support, because you know, I was、uh, party animals and、uh, <laughs> you know, chasing the girls all the time, so I needed to make money. Then I was cooking there and when I that time.、Mm. Yeah. What kind of restaurant did you work at? You know, I Cooked at all different、uh, restaurants and、uh, Japanese Korean grill restaurants and、uh, kapo, that's the small counter、uh, Japanese food restaurants. And,、uh, you know, it's, yeah, I think,、uh, two different, yeah, like that.、Yeah. Mm. So, but, you know, you could have worked at somewhere else, but、uh, the food must be something for you, sounds like. Yeah, and my father passed away already、uh, 25 years ago.、Uh, he was always wanted to have good food because、mm. he loved drinking. 
So, you know, both my parents works and my mother came home sometimes late. Then my father said, hey, Takashi, let's go out, have a dinner.、Mm. Then he took me some, you know, always he chose a nice restaurant. It's not fancy, but food is always good. Then he said, oh, I'm drinking, starting drinking. You order anything you want <laughs> to eat. I think that's time started it.、Uh, I'm interested about、uh, food.、Mm, that's great. And、uh, but eventually you decided to come to the US.、Mm-hmm. So, how did it happen? Yeah, so basically I was、uh, curious, George, like a <laughs> small monkey. It's always curious about everything.、Uh, when I grown up in the、uh, United States, America was a dream country. I love Hollywood movies. And when I was kids, I started、uh, reading about、uh, all Henleys and all Noble. And、uh, Great Gatsby was one of the favorite、mm. uh, stories. And uh, music, uh, Allman Brothers, too, you know, all different、uh, American bands. So, American pop culture was very, very、uh, favorite, my thing. So, you know, I wanted to come to the、uh, United States. Uh, stay only two years, and、uh, I was planning to c- go back,、mm. but、uh, I'm still here. Wow, so lucky for this country. <laughs> oh, come on, oh, thank you. <laughs>、um, but I heard that you were kind of invited to this、uh, project, which is to open a Japanese restaurant in Chicago by、uh, someone you worked for in Japan. Right, that's true. So I have、uh, some knife skills, you know, not great, but、uh, I have some experience in the restaurant. So, Japanese restaurants in、uh, late、uh, early 80s and late 80s, and a lot of Japanese、uh, restaurants w a s open outside of the Chicago. So, I came for Helping them,、mm-hmm. and I did all different things and walking the line, of course, sometimes washing the dishes. I did a sushi helper, and、uh, you know, just I need to do getting into the uh, you know, uh, restaurant business in the、uh, United States. So,、mm-hmm. Japanese food is more you know, easy to get in.、Mm-hmm. So, it was the、uh, 1980s. Right. right. So it must be really different to open a restaurant. Not like opening a Japanese restaurant in New York City right now.、It、must be、really、Oh, absolutely. Huge difference. That's why late career, and、uh, I wanted to cook more serious food. Then, and I talked to my owner and my chef. And, chef, I'd like to cook more serious food. And、mm. uh, that time, it's all everything sushi, sukiyaki, yakitori, you know, you name it.、Mm. We have to do everything. Oh, wow. But I wanted to cook more something focused and、mm. uh, more deep, something one field.、Mm. But、uh, my chef told me, hey, Takashi, I'm so sorry that we can't do that because nobody understands.、Uh. But today, look at that. All <laughs> different. So much fun.、Mm. Yeah. Right. Well, that's wonderful. But it, you know, in a way, it turned to be a good opportunity because now you're learning something else which happened to be French. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what I say. And、uh, after I conversation with my chef, and,、uh, you know, that time was、uh, starting that、uh, some chefs are getting to、uh, get spotlight,、mm-hmm. and especially French chefs.、Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel, oh, oh okay, maybe I should have started、uh, cooking French food. That's why I'm getting to the <laughs> French f-、uh, food. Right. 
But uh, how did you train yourself in uh, French cooking? So, you know, after the, uh, several years I was working in Japanese restaurant, then my boss was so kind and、uh, he introduced to the,、uh, the other、uh, Japanese chef.、Uh, his name is、uh, Yoshi Katsumura.、Mm. And、uh, late 80s, he was totally superstar. And his very unique、uh, approach is. He used that all Japanese ingredients, fish and the vegetable,、mm. and the Japanese plates.、Oh, wow. And、Even. he cooked, yeah, he cooked,、uh, uh, traditional French food. <laughs> so, you know, he introduced me to starting work there.、Mm. So I, I, I learned a lot from him. And unfortunately, he passed away、uh, last year.、Mm. And I'm so sad that we lost a great, great chef in、mm. Chicago. Right, but he's a legend. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Right. And、uh, the, also, you had a job at、uh, Foster Umbria restaurant.、Mm-hmm. So, that was a classic high end French restaurant? Yeah, actually, that time, and,、uh, they, that restaurant is, exists more than 25 years.、Wow. They closed probably five, six years ago.、Mm. And、uh, I started at 88 and as a pastry assistant. Mm. And I never done the pastry, so and,、uh, when I got the interview from them, and I told them I have some experience <laughs> about pastry, I totally lied <laughs> because I thought I cannot get a job if I be honest.、Right. So, and I worked here、uh, you know, two years and under the Julie Contino, he's a fantastic pastry chef. So after that, I moved back to the、uh, kitchen, savory side. Then I became to the、uh, chef de cuisine. Yeah, so it was,、uh, you know, for me,、uh, they give me a lot of opportunity to continue to go into the right directions、mm. for me. So it was the foundation of a classic French technique. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. But it's great. For two years, nobody knew you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't Good、uh, things that they don't give me any recipe until I learned one thing. So that's a very you know, strict way, and、uh, I learned a lot because these days people give you a recipe first,、mm. then you're gonna cook from here. They don't do that way.、Oh, wow. You're gonna tell you what to do, then you know, I'm gonna remember、uh, my head and my body physically, you、mm. know, doing a lot of the same things all the time. Then you learn one thing, then you,、mm. they're gonna give you, okay, Takashi, here's your recipe. Ah. I love that. Oh, wow. So your body remembers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's a guaranteed、uh, your taste.、Mm-hmm. Right? The goal is to make something good rather than following the recipe. Right. right. Okay. And、uh, so in 1996, you opened your first restaurant tribute near、mm-hmm. Detroit,、uh, which featured a contemporary French cuisine with an eclectic Asian twist. Um, that makes sense because of your background. And in 2003, you were named the James Beard Foundation Award for the Best Chef Midwest. So, first,、uh, why did you choose Detroit? Well,、uh, I was in Umbria、uh, almost nine years. And、uh, that time,、uh, they gave me a lot of、uh, experience. And I went to the,、uh, France twice. And the first time was、uh, Paris.、Mm. And a short time, but I, I could work like five, six different、uh, one star Michelin to three star Michelins. Then, second time, I went back to Saint Chetien, that's the、uh, 
Pierre Daniel. Mm. He just got the three star in wow. that time. And then I came back to the United States. Then uh, they mentioned me that you're going to be uh, chef de cuisine. Then continue to work there. Then after that, I became the partner mm. with the, uh, Richard Melman. Gabino Sotorino, all these people. Uh, so, yeah, right. I was so happy and, uh, you know, uh, every day excited to walk uh, there. But one day, and one gentleman called from Detroit. Hmm. They asked me to just come in Detroit, look at our restaurants, and uh, it's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> then I flying in and look at the restaurant. It's very contemporary there. Hmm. Ambria was a very classy, beautiful restaurant, too. Then they told me one thing, that you can cook anything you want to cook. So that time, Ambria was reputation of uh, fine French classic, a little bit more contemporary. But French cuisine, that is very important to keep that way. Mm. So that time, I was already, oh, if I... You know, mixed up something with my disingenuous to my Japanese mm. things. Then right. it sounds like uh, a kaiseki cuisine. You yeah. cannot touch. You cannot manipulate. Yeah. So you needed to change. So then I feel that way. You know, maybe I should move to Detroit. Then more, you know, all mixed up things and uh, more temporary, contemporary things. Then mm. that's why I moved to Detroit. Then. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then, um, you know, your style uh, was known for combining French, Asian, and American cuisine. And so um, that can be seen as fusion mm-hmm. uh, with some negative connotation if you don't see the, the actual mm. dishes. So how did you differentiate yourself uh, from a fusion chef? Yeah, I, you know, I thought, you know, fusion I doesn't bother to me anymore. Yeah, probably 10 years ago, 15 years ago, people think that the confusion... Mm-hmm. Food, and I think these days a change, and uh, so many food is more confusion these days. So <laughs> what I did is kind of is pretty normal mm. things that if I look back, uh, you know, I, I really don't didn't bother to me mm. that you know, and we did so many uh, James Beard Foundation dinner. We did invite all great chef all over the country to tribute and every year we did sometimes mm-hmm. twice a year mm-hmm. so we have a great chance to you know cooking with the, the other chef then look at the other chef's uh, plates mm-hmm. just so advanced and that uh, they're so unique and uh, you know i i feel that i'm the one of them so mm-hmm. i feel never feel that fusion is not bad food mm-hmm. bad words right i think uh yeah, it's uh, everybody's uh, any cuisine in fusion. I think David Chang said that recently yeah. <laughs> in his interview, and I agree totally. Um, but do you have any rules that you know you when you combine different flavors? Do you have any rules? Like I have a uh, one dish I found uh, from Tribute that's uh, mm. black sea bass with somen and the vegetables, and somen of course is a Japanese very delicate thin noodle. So what was the idea, for instance? Be honest with you, I don't remember that dishes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think maybe I braised with the uh, somen and uh, underneath of the fish, something like that. Mm. You know, somen is a very delicate 
uh, thin, and almost like a Japanese angel hair pasta. Mm. And uh, I think uh, Japanese uh, cooking called newmen. That's the braised somen. Mm-hmm. And maybe I did that way. So it's kind of, uh, it's very, if you want to cook something, black sea bass or even taro fish, mm. and going to be really good matching with the uh, very uh, tender and soft texture of the meat, uh, matching with the some uh, mm. on the bed of the noodle. So. Right. Yeah, I think uh, somen is more softer than uh, angel mm-hmm. hair. So yeah. that makes sense to me. Right. Okay. And uh, actually, I interviewed you for an article in 2004, and you said uh, Japanese cuisine is based on the formula of addition,、mm. and French cuisine is based on the formula of multiplica- multiplication.、Mm. So, what do you mean by that? You know, that's the very,、uh, I kind of,、uh, yeah, I remember that you got an interview from you, then I say that, and,、uh, you know, I a little bit regret s that I kind of, I say to a、uh, Japanese chef or Japanese cuisine, then you guys not, doesn't have so much flavor about that.、Mm. You know, so it's, it's not true. And the interesting, st- interesting things that, Uh, when I was a、uh, stage at、uh, Pierre Gagnon, and、uh, that time、uh, I s- read about Pierre Gagnon's comment about Japanese food.、Mm-hmm. Somebody asked him, about, What do you think about Japanese food? Then he said,、uh, Very interesting, but it doesn't、uh, feel that flavor wise, doesn't have a wide、uh, flavor. There and not more. I'm looking for more universal、uh, flavor. And,、uh, but look at now the Pierre Gagnon, he's crazy about Japanese food、mm. and he has a restaurant in Tokyo. And you know, he's so much influence from Japanese food.、Mm. And I don't think he's not s a y that you know, I didn't learn anything there. But、uh, when I was studying there, I asked him that you mentioned that、uh, kind of he. Feel that、uh, he, he should not say that kind、okay. of things. So、mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Of course, I'm not comparing the him and me, you know, he much more. He,、uh, he totally you know, over the crowd,、uh, my you know, hero. So,、mm-hmm. but yeah, but you know, I think I wanted to say that because Japanese food is so focused about you know,、mm-hmm. uh, one thing, then. Uh, you repeating discipline with it, and you doing over and over some, you know, cuisine is more than 200 years.、Mm. But at the same time, they try to improve that you、right. know, each year, each chef. So、mm. that's amazing.、Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I thought,、uh, you know, I, I thought you were talking about different k i n d of mindsets. So, like you said,、uh, Japanese is more purifying or just focusing on、mm. one flavor、yeah. so that it just shines. Because、yeah. of、uh, such a poor country, we always wanted to utilize every single ingredient、yeah. in a part of it. But the French, you know, it's kind of a different mindset. I can't explain how it works, but、uh, yeah, it's fascinating that you compare that way and you combine on the same plate.、Mm. Yeah. And、uh, so I had a, back then, I think I had a, one of your、uh, James Beard,、uh, Beard House dinners. And、uh, I, I really like your plating. So, do you think it's from your interior designer? You know, yeah, I, I got a lot of questions about this because I went to the、uh, design school、mm. and I love design. Still now, I 
you know, I purchased that, uh, you know, the uh, uh, book from about the interior design to the uh, industrial design. And, oh, you know, I love to, you know, watching it and studying still. Mm. But I don't think that uh, I'm learning from them. Maybe somewhere, but, you know, I always think that when you're creating something, I want to make it beautiful mm. more than, you know, just wrapping, you know, the food on the plates. Uh, but I don't want to spend too much time. That <laughs> then, you know, food is get cold and it'll get overcooked or something. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. So um, maybe it's a part of uh, you naturally. You don't even <laughs> think about it. Right. And uh, in 2005, you left Tribute and you opened Okada mm-hmm. in, in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, where you created a contemporary Japanese menu influenced mm. uh, by French cuisine. So it sounds like you turned to Japanese flavors more dramatically. Right. So each uh, restaurant I moved on, then I'm getting, getting more, uh, Japanese. more Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why is that? I think it's yeah more interesting about uh, you know Japanese ingredients and uh, technique that and you know I just cannot stop that going mm. to that directions right. and uh, yeah still now and uh, I love to cook sometimes uh, how to say cassoulet and uh, you know or you know, classic... French. Uh, yeah, French <laughs> things. Oh, I love to eat. Mm. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I just... That's the natural, I think, is going that way. Mm. Yeah. yeah, one of the dishes is a fan from uh, this uh, Okada. It's a baked sweet sake kasu, black mm-hmm. cod, momiso mm. over leaf glaze. It's, wow. uh, it's, it's I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can talk about it a little bit. Because it's a French-style preparation. Mm. But right. the flavors are loaded with Japanese ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Totally that the soybean world. <laughs> mm, right. Because the sake kasu, it's a byproduct of sake. Yeah. Sake leaves, right? Mm-hmm. And the moromiso, which is a fermented mixture of soybean, rice mold cultures. Mm. And yeah, it's normally used as dip rather than condiment. So, right. Yeah, it's like a concentrated flavor. Yeah. Right. Okay. And uh, so you opened another restaurant called Takashi mm-hmm. in Chicago uh, in December 2007. Right. And you're a Michelin star. Mm-hmm. So what kind of food did you want to cook there? Yeah, unfortunately, we just closed last year. And uh, so I need to move on. And I think we achieved so many different ways that as a, a culinary side. Mm-hmm. And we got a Michelin star. We got the second lading from uh, Zagat mm. uh, in Chicago and but you know financially we are struggling that and uh, probably locations maybe I mean I wasn't good enough <laughs> so anyway and oh, that was uh, a really bad timing for the economy too yeah 2008 it's uh, killed us you survived seven years and I, yeah. yeah the older reviews are amazing so yeah congratulations thank you and uh, you know but problem was I opened a slow pintado a little bit later, mm. and uh, I wasn't there as wish as I can. But, you know, Takashi was a very interesting uh, locations, and uh, small, tiny, only 55 seats. Mm. Then kitchen was tiny, but 
you know, I love that.、Mm-hmm. You know, everybody shoulder to shoulder, everybody work together. And I do Expo and a little bit of Garamanje at the same time.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, I can see all the plates coming up from the kitchen. So basically, when we do busy night,、uh, 120 people and 130, and I checked all the plates.、Mm-hmm. Nothing like going to pass me、yeah. without I seeing it. So it's very、uh, hands on and. and、uh, personal almost. Yeah. But you know, what I, we didn't do that one thing, like Okada, like a tribute, like Umbria, I didn't do that is、uh, one component, two components less, and try to get the best ingredients we can get that day.、Mm. But more simple. And straightforward food,、mm. and not, you know,、uh, how to say,、uh, shortcut, not、right. shortcut. So it sounds like、uh, another step towards Japanese, pure Japanese right. cuisine. Right, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Right. Okay.、Um, right. So、uh, we'll take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about、uh, Takashi's ramen shop, Slopping Turtle. So、okay. please stay with us. All right. Today's program is brought to you by Oya, a contemporary Japanese restaurant. Chef Tim and Nancy Cushman opened Oya, a contemporary Japanese restaurant, in March 2007. Since opening, the restaurant has received numerous accolades, including Tim being named Best Chef Northeast by the James Beard Foundation in 2012. Oya was named by the New York Times food critic Frank Bruni as the number one new restaurant in the United States in 2008. Oya is a contemporary Japanese restaurant located in an almost 100 year old fire station in the historic Leather District of Boston. The menu is izakaya style, which consists of a variety of small plates and is designed to encourage exploring a variety of flavors throughout the meal. The extensive menu includes creative nigiri style sushi and sashimi, as well as a variety of cook dishes like luxurious wagyu beef, kurubuta pork, and poulet rouge chicken. A chef's tasting menu or omakase is offered and consists of 17 plus courses. A grand tasting menu is also offered, consisting of 20 plus courses, most of which are designed exclusively for that menu. An extensive list of premium sakes, shochus, and Japanese whiskies are served. For more information, visit oyarestaurantboston.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Eats, broadcasting live from a studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, and my guest today is Takashi Yagihashi, who is the owner of Japanese noodle restaurant Sloping Toro in Chicago and Ann Arbor, Michigan, and the winner of the James Beard Foundation Award for Best Chef Midwest in 2003 for his excellent job at the French restaurant Tribute in Detroit. So,、um, in 2009, after cooking French Japanese cuisine at the fine dining restaurants, he opened the noodle by Takashi Yagihashi. A quick service restaurant at Macy's in Chicago, which was named、uh, one of the five best noodle shops in America by Bon Appetit magazine. And in November 2011, you opened a Japanese style ramen house called the Slopping Taro, and it's a major shift from fine dining <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> so, why are you so passionate about noodles? Oh my gosh, this is a big mistake I made in my life. <laughs> But,、uh, you know, when I was kids, and、uh, I was a little bit,、uh, little bit weird kids, but I played baseball and,、uh, when I was、uh, kids every day. I wanted to be a major league、uh, baseball player one day.、Mm. 
And, uh, you know, practice usually finish four or five. And my mother get, doesn't get home until seven or seven thirty.、Mm. So my house and my,、uh, my school is not far. And I was living in a big city. So when I coming back to my home and walk by so many different restaurants I have to walk through.、Mm. Then, ramen shop is right there. <laughs> Then I know that I'm too hungry to wait my mother came home.、Right. So, most of the time, I eat ramen or some snack.、Mm. Then, I eat the dinner again. So, I remember that,、uh, you know, so much great flavor and、uh, miso ramen, you know, Sapporo Shio ramen, like、mm. that. <laughs> so, Basically, noodle ramen is my soul food.、Mm. Then that's why, you know, my mind is set up there.、Mm. So, you know, we've been talking about how you've been shifted more towards Japanese. So maybe noodles ramen, these are kind of your symbolic act of cooking Japanese? Yeah. So interesting stuff that uh, uh, Takashi Restaurant Fine Dining. And、uh, I did that,、uh, published a cookbook, my、uh, noodle by Takashi. Then my server came to me, hey Takashi, why you didn't do that Takashi cooking book? Then you made it the noodle book. And a lot of customers <laughs> asked me, hey, where's the,、uh, your noodle dish in Takashi restaurant? <laughs> we don't do nothing.、Mm. Then we have not busy Sunday brunch every week. Every Sunday,、mm. because my locations, so many、uh, good restaurants do very casual Sunday brunch.、Mm. So then my server suggested me, Hey, Takashi, why don't you do ramen? Then I said, You've got to be joking. We are Michelin <laughs> star restaurant, then we're going to do the noodle. Then that's interesting, I thought. Then we did it.、Mm. We have no PR, nothing.、Mm. Second week, s boom! <laughs> Holy cow! But what I started it was everything almost handmade. Noodle,、mm. yeah. I used a pasta,、uh, pasta, cooker, uh, pasta machine to make everything you know, from scratch.、Wow. So, that's a lot of work. Oh my gosh, that's why I'm saying that I regret that because you know, third week, s I realized that. You know, I have to come five in the morning or six in the morning because I have to start a fresh noodle.、Mm. Then Saturday <laughs> night we finish like at 1 30, so it was killing me. Wow. And how many seats did you have for that restaurant、uh, day for the ramen? I'm sorry? Yeah, you know, I just wanted to know how much you had to cook,、um, make a noodle. Yeah, when we busy time, we did the,、uh, I remember that、uh, we have 55 seats, then we did 160.、Mm-hmm. That's,、wow. yeah, that's, that's a lot of noodles. <laughs> Then people get started mad because, you know, stupid ramen, they have to wait like an hour to get,、mm. you know. So. Wow. Okay. So now you have officially a sloping turtle.、Mm-hmm. So, what is the concept? Yeah, so that's coming from we learn that, you know,、uh, people are、uh, hungry about ramen.、Mm. And I open in the Macy's in Chicago. Uh, that's before Takashi、mm. and called Noodle by Takashi、mm-hmm. at the Macy's、uh, noodle shop. And 
you know, when we opened, wasn't busy, but every year getting, you know, more people, getting mm. more, you know. So we know that getting, getting busy, then Takashi Restaurant's Sunday brunch is very busy. Mm. So, you know, I thought maybe we should give it a chance that mm. could be happen. So we opened at uh, Suropintaro, and uh, from day one, we get a big hit. Right. So the menus are ramen and other, any other items on the menu? Right. So uh, in Japan, if you go there, most of the ramen is only ramen mm. and very few uh, appetizers. That's like, true. Like, uh, you know, gyoza, right. shumai. And, uh, but I'm very... Uh, <laughs> I wanted to have something more. Mm-hmm. When I go to the noodle shop, not just only ramen. I want to have a little bit of appetizers, maybe nice cocktails, nice sake, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, then finish with the noodles. And also we have a dessert too. Mm-hmm. So kind of more all one package. Right. Sounds like uh, where that's where your your father used to like mm. spend time. Fun time, relaxing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but that's true that the Japanese ramen shops in Japan tend to be like, um, like I would say, pita luggers. Because <laughs> like, there's no menu. And you yeah. sit down, very limited, uh, you know, the onion and tomato salad. Right. Yeah, everything's like uh, in and out very quick. Right. And uh, nobody talk, nobody enjoying the music, mm-hmm. just focus about sloping. That's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all right. And you have a... Now, uh, two locations mm-hmm. in Chicago and in another. Right. And uh, last December, you opened a shop at Macy's mm-hmm. in Manhattan, too. Right. Right. So yeah. that's great. If uh, our listeners in New York City wants to taste yours, yeah. they can go to Macy's. You know, it's a, it's a little bit different that we do in New York and Chicago, but uh, I think it's, uh, you, you gotta try. It's really, really wonderful flavors. Mm. And, yeah. Yeah, perfect for the season. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right. And uh, what kind of? Uh, oh, before that, let me ask this one. So you, um, Sloping Toro earned Michelin's Bib Gourmet mm-hmm. status. So what makes your noodles exceptional? Except for you know, you said uh, you you make by hand. Yeah. So Sloping Toro, and we have uh, uh, we imported it and noodle machine mm. and we make every single day from the scratch we okay. get the fresh flowers and eggs and everything mm. so we make and uh, probably 200 300 two to 300 portions mm. and we're gonna finish that day or next day mm. so we don't keep that too long mm. and you can taste that uh, you know uh, pure flour and egg mm. and noodle. So freshness. Yeah. And right. what's special about the machine? It's uh, imported from yeah, Japan. Yeah, that's very expensive. And my uh, partner was very like, oh my gosh, are you going <laughs> to... <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can buy almost like a car. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. And only I have a fear is if break down, what are we going to do? No. And, you know, it takes the time to get, uh, you know, parts and all these things. So right. I cross my fingers. Still. <laughs> it's more than almost four years, never happening yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's of why it's we expensive. take care of the very maintenance. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's a very, um, I don't know, it's a very special, even special in Japan too. That machine is from... Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Hard to imagine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should I ask how much? <laughs> oh, I think we spend close to the $30,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, sounds great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And uh, why did you name it Sloping Turtle? Sloping Turtle, and actually this is uh, my wife named it. And uh, she's pretty good something sense of the world. And she's been in Japan so many times. Mm-hmm. And, but she's an Irish Italian. Okay. Vicious. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, she's listening. She, oh, uh, okay. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> you know, uh, Taro in Japan is very lucky animals. Mm. And they live long life. Right. And gentle. Mm. And they move very slow mm. so it's like slow cooking um, gentle right. and uh, good luck for the uh, long life mm. so sloping is kind of noodle we eat a special technique for eating a noodle mm. so right so yeah. what is the benefit of slurping oh yeah you know that <laughs> so when you slope that meaning is you having Broth and the noodle same time, mm. so that's the best way to eat. Mm. Yeah, not just separating, just only eating noodle mm. and having right. a broth. Yeah, so the before the liquid drips down, you mm-hmm. just have yes. in <laughs> like that. Right, and I think personally, I think you taste more flavors. Like my palate can sense mm. more flavors. Mm. Wow, of because you, you know that. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> no, I think you breathe in uh, air from your nose uh-huh. as well. Right. So yeah. you maximize your, you know, Sense flavor. Of that. Yeah, right. the receptors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my theory. So, well, let's slurp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and um, so what kind of ramen do you serve at uh, Slurping Turtle? Okay, and always we try to do some authentic, that something you can have uh, mm. from Japan and uh, very typical. Like uh, what are we doing right now is like uh, Sapporo miso ramen. Mm. Uh, that's coming from north of Japan, Hokkaido. Mm. And, uh, you know, very silky and savory, touch of salty miso and the flavors. Mm. Then we put the chashu, that's the pokeberry, sometimes shoulders, then we put a little bit of corn and scallions and Naruto, that's a fish cake. Mm. And we put a little bit, one of the uh, touch of uh, moyashi, that's the bean sprouts and uh, cabbage. Mm. So it's a very savory, satisfying, very great, rich flavors. Right. Then we do that sometimes a little bit funky one. That, okay. Yeah. And because we wanted to have a little bit of creativity there, mm-hmm. not just, you know, importing everything from Japan, we wanted to create something mm-hmm. that, uh, that's, that kind of things like uh, we do uh, turkey, we did, uh, you know, Thanksgiving right. week, we did turkey ramen. Okay. Yeah, roasted turkey, turkey mm. breast. Why not? Yeah, with the python, uh, that's the white chicken broth. And uh, we did the uh, with the uh, bok choy and uh, utuya mushrooms. Mm. It was so good too. That well, sounds great. Yeah. So <laughs> Thanksgiving, come on, guys, we're gonna have ramen now. <laughs> right. And uh, I was looking at the menu, and uh, you have a champon mm-hmm. ramen, which yeah. is from the south. Right. 
長崎、right. uh-huh. 九州、そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。So, I thought it was fascinating to find regional differences、mm-hmm. on your menu.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and also we put a little bit of vinegar and the chili oil and the spicy Asian mustard.、Mm. <laughs> I love that. Maybe I'm going to go a little bit more south next maybe month, like、mm. Okinawa ramen. Ah,、oh, yeah. that'd be interesting.、Uh-huh. Right. Okay, so you keep changing the menu. Right. I'm t- thinking about maybe I'm going to start it to do is we have、uh, 51 uh, prefecture in、mm, Japan,、right. Tokyo and all.、Mm-hmm. Maybe I should do once a month and、mm. uh, one prefecture,、right. like a Ibaraki prefecture that's coming from.、Mm. You know, I'm going to do special ramen. For,、right. oh, that'd be great because、yeah. each region has very、um, artisanal products, so you、right. can use one of those condiments. And, yeah.、Uh, Uh-huh. Right. You know what is the mito? is?、Uh, what it is?、Uh, we have some、uh, famous ramen、mm. and、uh, sauteed chicken liver with the、uh, kabocha. Oh, wow. Yeah, and kind of <laughs>、uh, shoyu ramen, but it's kind of a、uh, little bit almost we put the gravy on the top、mm. with the、uh, garlic shide. Right. I, I tasted it a couple of times and、uh, mm. so good. Sounds like it、uh, can be New York Jewish woman too. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. And so, how do you predict the future of ramen in this country? Because、uh, there's so many of them now. And, but, you know, like, like in Japan, every town is a couple of ramen shops,、mm-hmm. right? So,、mm-hmm. how do you predict? Yeah, I think、uh, we're going to do probably two directions.、Mm-hmm. One is more authentic Japanese. Uh, somebody gonna be always pay attention what's going on in Japan,、mm. then bring it to the United States, then introducing it.、Mm. Or some chef, already Chicago, we have a couple of、uh, great ramen shops like、mm. High Five and、uh, Oyster Ramen.、Mm. They're, you know,、uh, American. But oh my gosh, they're so good. They're creating American. Mind, American cultures.、Mm. And、uh, it's, it's not Japanese style, but I love it. I、mm. love it. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of a two different way. Right.、Yeah. So it's like a sushi now. Yeah. Like really、exactly. serious,、right. and the price range changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.、Right. And I really like the idea that, you know, 51 prefectures,、mm-hmm. and that's the ultimate、um, feature of really special、mm. Japanese flavor ramen. Okay. Um, so, here's another question. I'm always asked this question too. So, what kind of Japanese noodles or Japanese food do you think will be popular after ramen?、Uh, I don't want to say that because I'm going to open the restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> no, just kidding, just kidding. But、uh, I think it's more、uh, definitely more home cooking restaurants.、Mm. That Otoya. That one of the uh, uh, mm. Teishoku, mm-hmm. and I love to go there. Yeah, so Otoya, I think、yeah. one of my friends said she described it, it's just so Japanese,、mm-hmm. as if、right. you were in Japan. Yeah, and you know, 
like、uh, baked fish to、mm-hmm. pickles to tonkatsu to anything,、right. even ramen, but it's so well made. It's like just your mom cooks、right. something、exactly. very nicely.、Uh-huh. Right. I think that kind of the Bajon's restaurant g e t more. Because、mm-hmm. yeah. people understand more、mm-hmm. of the original.、Yeah. Right. And,、uh, okay. and you mentioned your cookbook,、uh, Takashi's Noodles.、Mm-hmm. And what about it? It's like. I think that's very good, fantastic. Uh, noodle book for the introducing that. Like, okay, there my cookbooks、uh, introducing all different、uh, noodles ramen, soba, udon,、mm. uh, rice noodle. So, if you take a look at it and、uh, you can cook for your you know, day off and、uh, you want to impress some you know, friends,、mm. right. I think it's very introduction of. Noodle cultures.、Mm. You know, it's not made for the professional people. It's not. But, you know, it's good for the、uh, right. you know, my wife to. Yeah, yeah noodles are not supposedly made by chefs, all those grandmothers, grandmothers、mm-hmm. in all over the world, I think. Yeah. Right. Okay, so listeners, that's the book to learn、uh-huh. Takashi's noodles. And、uh, so you have a, also have a sushi catering company? Right. And,、uh, it's called the Tabo one, Sushi by Takashi. Right. And、uh, this is a totally I didn't expect I'm doing it, but a friend of mine owns the store, and、mm-hmm. they're from Michigan, and they twist my arms, and、uh, I know you can do it. Then, <laughs> you know, fortunately, I have a good team、mm-hmm. at the restaurants, and I have friends, and,、uh, you know,、uh, so I told them I'm not, you know,、uh, I did a little bit about sushi. But I'm not specializing myself to be a sushi.、Mm. Uh, but you know, my team and my friends, and okay, let's do it.、Mm. That's why it did happen.、Mm. Okay, so it sounds like、uh, you're more and more Japanese chef yeah, now. But you know, this type of sushi is very ingredients is so fresh.、Mm. You don't believe me that end of the night or ditch it. Okay. Oh my god, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> We don't use that、mm. you know, next day at all.、Mm. Basically, you're making、uh, all the sushi、uh, items every two hours.、Mm. Yeah. So, end of the night, we don't sell. Goodbye. Right. Or、yeah. oh, you eat <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> right. And、uh, so, as we have talked, you know, in the last 10 years, you changed the focus and the style of your cooking really dramatically from fine dining to,、right. you know, The casual Japanese street food.、Mm-hmm. So, what's special about cooking street food compared to fancy food? You know,、uh, it's so interesting that because the street food is, of course, it's not potentious.、Mm. And、uh, I think everybody has a different level. Some, my kids, they're very genuine, good taste, I mean, good palate. Because they're so young and they understand that some difference of the salty or sour or however,、mm. you know, I'm getting, everybody getting a little bit old and we pass that kind of freshness of the palate. But if you show that some,、uh, some restaurant doing it and they're doing some unbelievable things, but that makes my kids make them wow fact. Maybe not, because difficult to understand. If you want to be, for example, if you go to the Met, 
New York has so much great、uh, museum.、Mm. If you see some artwork, it's so complicated. If you don't understand so much, it doesn't make you cry or doesn't make you emotional.、Mm. I think food is almost the same.、Mm. If you don't get it, you don't get、right. excited about it. So, street food is very straightforward. You understand、right. so many things.、Mm, emotional and triggers your emotions.、Yeah. Memories. You remember that.、Right. You know, some restaurant went there, two, three plates were so amazing,、mm. but some of the other dishes, I don't get it.、Mm. So, doesn't get my emotion doesn't kick in.、Mm. That kind of thing. So, that's why I love home cooking and I love street food because、mm. street coming to you. Right. Make you cry sometimes.、Mm, right. Okay. That's great. So,、uh, thank you for joining us today, Takashi. Oh, thank you for having me.、Oh, please come back. Okay, I will. So,、uh, if you would like to know more about Takashi's restaurant listeners, please visit、uh, slurpingturtle.com. And if you have any questions or comments about the show, please contact us at heritageradionetwork.org. And by the way, we recently launched a beautiful new website, so please visit our page, Japanese. And Japan Eats is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays and always available at heritageradionetwork.org, iTunes, and Stitcher Podcasts. And today's show was made possible by Corinne, and our engineer is、um, the Jack Inslee. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website. Or as podcasts in the iTunes Store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.